0: Out and in. Welcome back to another wonderful, fantastic, stupendous episode of that show. We are streaming everywhere. Well, no, actually, we're streaming almost everywhere every Sunday. And we're on YouTube. Obviously, if you're watching it right now, here we are. I'm one of your hosts, Chris.
1: And I'm your other host, Paul. And we are actually streaming everywhere. Uh, We did have a conversation a few weeks ago about... Oh, we are, are we? Yeah, we did have a conversation about not streaming on Spotify. About 60% of our podcast listeners are on Spotify, so hello to you. Uh, Don't worry, we will carry on being on Spotify. Uh, Hello to all of you. Podcast's doing well, mate, you know. We've got a lot of podcast listeners, Mm -hmm. and we appreciate all of you. Lots of news about the podcast and the the channel and everything is coming up in January. We're working really hard behind the scenes trying to get everything in place for you. Um working with the flu and all sorts of stuff. Um but enough of my woes. What you want to know is what's coming up on the show this week. Uh we've got I think a fun episode uh even though it's mostly about health uh issues. Um we're gonna be talking to you about wobbly eyeballs and um taking a break and whether your wireless tattoo machine is actually going to give you all of the kind of RSI-style injuries that you would expect from heavier coil machines, and that actually the wireless machines are a step backwards in terms of hand health rather than a step forward. All that's coming up on the show. But first, I want to talk to you about wobbly eyeballs, mate.
0: Yeah, wobbly eyeballs. What the fuck's up with that? I say what's up with that. I know what's up with that. And first of all, I just want to say, how dare you? (laughs) You are just as old as me. If not older, potentially.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Felix yelled. All right, Felix. Um, he says, hi, guys. All right, Felix. This is what Chris has uh, got bent out of shape about. <laughs> I've, I've got a question, if you have the time. I was going to aim this more at Paul, but Chris is getting on in the years as well. So, yeah, to anyone watching.
0: Basically. Basically. Paul's old. <laughs>
1: I mean you know I mean that's I mean that's fair enough though I've had you know most of you guys out there watching I've had a few more birthdays than most of you so uh Felix has got a problem with his eyeballs right and uh obviously as I'm older he's I think he's he's wondering he's been a body piercer for 24 years so I'm imagining he's probably somewhere around Chris's age and maybe a little bit older um And he's wondering if his wobbly eyeball problem is maybe something to do with age. So what he says is, so I'm having a lot of vibration in my eyes when pulling some lines. It's not constant for every line, but constant enough to be very annoying. I thought coils might be the cause more vibration. So I tried a pen machine and I have the same problem. Um... Now this is with a pretty good three-way stretch in case you don't know, that's that. Um, uh, I've spoken to my friend and mentor who reckons it's age. Uh, I alternate alternate between three different types of glasses. Well, welcome to glasses life, mate, you know? Um, so, and so basically when he's pulling the line, he's, he's, you know, he's, his eye he feels like his eyeballs are wobble, wobbling. He thinks that it might be the vibration of the machine, um, I've got to admit, when I when I read this, I was like, "Fucking hell, what machine are you using? If it's making your eyeballs vibrate, is it like that's fucking like tremble? How fucking close you know? has he got the machine to his fucking eyeball? Right. So this, so this was the other thing because I've seen some people um, when I've seen them tattooing. If you imagine, imagine that's the skin that they're tattooing on. I've seen some people like this tattooing, right?
0: Uh, Yeah. I don't think the vibrations, though, would cause a problem with the eye. I think that's an underlying condition maybe and 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 and, and, you know all jokes aside you you've probably come to the completely wrong place to ask for advice i think like the best place you should go to is your opticians and then maybe a a ophthalmologist up in the hospital so you can get a referral because
1: so that's um look obviously that's an important point right what i'm about to tell you is something that i've done a bit of research in into on your behalf because i've been wearing um glasses since I was about 35, I think I started wearing glasses. When I, I got very mild prescription, by the time I was in my early 40s, I was um, I was wearing. Um, very focal, so I've got like you know long the long, if you don't wear glasses, yeah, long this, and like, you know, it? Don't worry, you'll get there, kids. This is going to happen to you. So it, like it used to be back in the day, they used to have them glasses with a line across the bottom. Yeah, used to get these fucking old people having to look like that. Well, now they blend it like that, right? But I still I have to look down through my glasses at you know. Um, to get focus on the close things and then, you know, look up to focus on things uh, in the distance. Now, while I think about it, this is actually one of the things, and I'm sure I've said this on the podcast before, I think this is one of the things that has saved my back. Because by the time, because I started tattooing later in life, I was about 38 by the time I started tattooing in, in, um, professionally you know I mean I, I came to it I came to it really late I, you know I mean I would I'd kind of ignored it you know for for a long long time and um and so but by the time I get there I'm already wearing very focal glasses right so all the way through I've always been very straight backed and tattooed like this oh I'm like that I've done a bit of research for you. This is not medical. This is just me putting two and two together, hopefully, to give you a, an idea. Because having had eye exams every two years since the no, mid 30s, um, one of the things that they do, I don't know if you know, like they're bound to do it for you as well. You go in for your checkup, and there's part of the checkup where they, they you get you to put your eye on this thing and it blows air against your eyeballs. Oh, I haven't had that. Have you, have you had that one? It's like a pressure thing. It might be because you're not old enough yet, you know, but you get, it's called glycoma, which can cause problems. It's, I suppose, somebody said to me, it's so much like they can tell early onset, somewhat like diabetes or something crazy like this. Yeah. Don't take any of this as medical information, all right? The closest problem that I can come to is that you might have a condition called nystagmus nystagmus, I mean, I've no idea how you say that.
0: That sounds like a fucking character from Harry Potter, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Or, or a, a spell. you
1: know, nystagmus. <laughs> nystagmus, Nistag- <laughs> yeah. which is vibrating of the eyeballs, which is like, it's actually just rapid eye movement, jumping up and down or left and right, and you'll perceive that as eyes wobbling. So if nystagmus shows up later on in childhood or adulthood, it is considered acquired nystagmus, this type of nystagmus is not usually congenital, which means that you haven't, caught, you haven't got it from your genetic makeup, but can be the result of some type of developed impairment, uh, traumatic brain or eye injury, or even alcohol and drug use. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it could also be to do with um, being tired. Apparently, lots of That's people get in short. To say. Of time you've got- so,
0: like, I have had on certain occasions where I've had that kind of like the vibration in my eye, but then I've also get like every now and then I'll I'll yeah. get like, you know, my eyebrow will, will do it as well. And, but that's like, if I'm like really tired, stressed and I'm staying up to late drawing and stuff, that's when I'm like, my face is just like, yeah. Ooh.
1: So it's probably to do more with a bit of lifestyle, a bit of age. You may be, uh, maybe stressing your eyeballs a little bit. Personally, I wouldn't listen to a fucking word we have to say because this could be, you no, know. Go to your opticians. Yeah, go to your opticians, uh, get a test, get a referral to somebody who can get it checked out and make sure that you haven't got a much uh, bigger underlying problem. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> we, 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 we're not even real preachers, do you mean? <laughs> yeah,
1: we're, not, we're not even real preachers or anything. <laughs> we're definitely not doctors. But uh, it doesn't sound like it's too big of a deal. But I would definitely get it checked out and um, I wouldn't... Uh, I mean, because I I don't know about you, but I've, I'd have i never heard of this. I've never experienced it.
0: Well, I know. I've had, I've had a wobble, but not when I'm tattooing. Like, the, the only thing I've got... So yeah. I've got something with my eye. I've got something called... In my right eye, I've got an astigmatism. So, like, my one eye is, like, yeah. rugby ball-shaped. And I think, like, it gets worse when I'm really tired. But, like, sometimes, like, it's like if I look at certain things, like, say, like, you've got... Uh, a white wall with black, solid black writing on it. Yeah, I see like a ghosting. Yeah, it's it's only on certain things. Like when you're tattooing, it doesn't matter. It's not like I'm gonna be like outlining the wrong line. But uh, it's, it's one of those things where like, your left eye balances out your right eye, but it is mad. I've got to the point now, this
1: is one of the very few benefits of age, and you can look forward to this. You get to a point where you don't need any more glasses, and I'm, I'm kind of getting to that point, you know, like mid-50s, where they go, at, at, at that point, the all of the uh, degradation in the muscles in your eye, which is what controls focus, um, it won't get any worse so that's it then you can so you can go out and buy yourself a £3,000 set of like Gucci glasses because you're going to have them forever for now it's like that's it you don't need to worry about it anymore I'm actually pretty lucky like for for my age and what I do for a living my eyes are in fucking really good shape I just have to wear glasses you know what I mean you know well either that or I need much longer arms you know (laughs) (laughs) It's like my arms are fucking long enough. <laughs> Until about 20 minutes ago, we didn't know there was going to be an episode this week because um, I've I've been in bed for four days with a temperature and the flu and you know all kinds of like weird fever dreams and um I, like I've had like the I've had like in a lot of ways and it's kind of what I want to talk to you about. It's actually been really nice because it, even though I was really ill. Yeah. Um, we've had a very busy year. We've had a very difficult year. Yeah. Oh fuck um, yeah. I'm naturally a bit of a fucking stress head, anyway. Right, and I tend to set myself deadlines, and I get anxiety about things not being done on time and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I'm getting, as a, you know, as I get older, I'm getting better at managing the Paul stuff that I can't, you know, I can't do anything about, but, um, but you know, we've had a couple of things, you know, going on and, you know, we've got a lot of changes to the channel coming up and everything. And, and we've been scrambling like idiots trying to get everything in place so that we can get it all working. And I think, you know, I've just been burning the candle at both ends a little bit too much. So I think that's got me, like uh, a little bit run down, and be- and because of that, I've been more. You know, I'm. You're more prone to get sick. One of the things I got thinking about is, obviously, part of it is my body saying to me, "Paul, stop. You know, just fucking have a word. Like you know, like you slow down. You know, you you're getting yourself too stressed out. And I think you like, I think your mental state can affect your physical state. One hundred percent. And as this is you know, at the end of the year, um, and we're all talk, you know, we'll all be talking about new year's resolutions in the next few weeks and all that sort of stuff. One of the, um, one of my new year's resolutions, cause we're not doing a new year's show. Um, one of mine's going to be to kind of, you know, try and, you know, take it all as it comes a little bit more instead of, I'm, um, I can be, when I get anxious about stuff, I can be really controlling and I try and keep all of it in, in all the right place. I try and keep hold of everything. And, you know, I've got to the point in my life now where I have to delegate so much. I have to, you know, I can't I, I can't do that. I can't stay on top of all the plates I've got spinning. I've got people to spin those plates for me now, and I need to let them do their job yeah. and get on with it. Like, Karen does my bookings. She deals with it and all that sort of stuff, you know. I, you know, when I cancel appointments, I always feel really guilty. And I'm like, I'll phone the clients, and she's like, you're... You lay on the couch, you know, basically with steam coming off your body. Let me make the phone calls for you. The clients won't mind. They'll get it. You're not well. We're human at the end of the day. Sometimes we get sick yeah. and stuff, you know. But so, it, but I think we all carry that kind of, um, uh, what would you call it? Duty of care, you know, like we've made a deal. I'll tattoo you on Saturday, and then I have to phone yeah. you to go. Look, I'm I'm really ill. I can't do it. Obviously, there's a there's a health implication. If I'm sitting coughing and spluttering all over the, a client, then I can get them sick. Also, um, you know, the, the biggest argument is if I'm full of a cold and can hardly see straight, then I'm not going to be doing my best work. So why would you know? Like that's you're not doing your clients a favour.
0: You know, chucking a fucking wobbly eyeball as well. You'll be fucked. Yeah, we throw
1: throw in some wobbly eyeballs, and it's like you're like eating a fucking moving target or something, you know. So, um, the, you know, the takeaway for me for the last few days has been remember to take a break every now and again. Like we've oh yeah, you got you got to look after yourself behind the scenes. We've had quite a difficult back end of the year, so um, yeah. from about you know july onwards i don't think we've had an episode without any technical problems we've had tons of technical problems in the last half hour just getting to the point where we can record and talk to each other you know the three networks networks, phone networks just gone down today you know like it does but it's um but we're getting around it and hopefully when we get into the new year we can we can move on with a a different kind of um a different kind of energy network (laughs) Those, you know, those kind of changes that are coming up, but they're all good. Don't worry, we're not splitting the band up or anything. This isn't the end of the channel or anything like that. We've got a, but we are going to go down a very different route for the show. I think it's going to be really good for the channel. I think it's going to be great for you guys, and that, you know, I'm really excited about it. But you know, we're getting, we're getting to that. You know, we will get into that next week with you. I went down to Chrissy's on Monday, even though I was feeling like crap. And went and picked up another critical machine what's that machine called talk critical
0: talk yeah
1: we're giving away a critical talk
0: we're giving one away
1: we're calling the results of the giveaway on december the 24th so one of you is going to get a nice brand new tattoo machine for christmas thank you thanks to barber dts thanks for that John O and the boys there and the girls of course at, at barber thank you you have an argument against wireless tattoo machines that they might be causing carpal tunnel.
0: Not necessarily wireless tattoo machines, because I think certain wireless tattoo machines are going to be designed with the right weight distribution, you know, so they they they, they will fit nice on your hand and so on, and the balance will be good. So, like, you know, when you've got a machine like this, which isn't specifically designed for wireless tattooing, and you bang that yep. battery on the top of it, depending on the battery that you have it's going to cause that excess back pull. Yeah. And I think that is no different than having, and it on the machine, it's no different than having, you know, a heavy tattoo machine. So I think you're going to get that same kind of feeling of that hand strain you get in your arm, but there, and I think you could end up causing yeah. more long-term issues. And I, I think the reason why I come to that conclusion as well is because, like, I'm currently in the process of testing retesting the Solnova 2 the yep. new ones um ready for a review and i've been using those without batteries yeah and what i will say is like i'm fine I it, this i just feel like as tattoo machines have developed right we've gone from having like really clunky, heavy coil machines and fairly heavy rotary machines with your clip cord sleeves, with your clip cords, so I've got that back pull. Then the move goes over to pen machines, which have lighter cables, and then that gives you much less hand fatigue. And now yep. we've gone, even though we've moved forward technologically, we've we've kind of moved backwards as well because we're now, everyone's trying to go wireless and you're adding all that extra weight. And I really noticed the difference tattooing again without using batteries like much more comfortable in my hand less hand fatigue less arms not hand wrist strain so i think definitely like it, it's a potential for uh causing issues so that's why i favor with the machines that i like because i like
1: the 90 degree uh shaped machines i just think they feel better in your hand but i wouldn't want to put a battery on the back of those machines yeah even
0: the 90 degree ones yeah because
1: that again would would Yeah, would be a big problem, right? So I think the problem there comes from, you know, the batteries are about, like, trying to maintain some sort of backwards compatibility. So you're taking machines that weren't designed to have that put on the back of them. And, yeah, okay, it's there and it'll work but you do have the back pull. And that's true of a pen machine or a 90 degree machine. It's always going to pull you backwards. Now, when you had a coil machine, if you had a lot of weight on the coil machine, what you would use is a really heavy grip on the front. So that would, bring the centre of gravity of the machine yeah. forwards. It pulls the weight forward. That's why we used a lot of, you know, steel grips back in the day, you know what I mean? And so that's why I favour the battery grips.
0: Yeah, but that's why I've always said, right, when it comes to tattooing with wireless tattoo machines or just tattoo, uh, rotary machines, because they're quite light, Is I've always said, like, you know, it's really good to have a, a stainless steel grip to give that kind of forward, forward weight, weight to balance it out. Yeah, so maybe what we'll see in the future
1: is as we move you know, into what is now going to be the wireless era. You know, um, I, I think this is where we're going to go. Machines will become wireless almost by default now because if it, when it works well, it's a really good system. Probably going to have to accept that machines that we've grown to use and love over the last 15 years probably can't be retrofitted wirelessly, you know. No. I personally think if, if a company... Um, If a company came up with a really good battery grip, that's the best way to retrofit any of your older wireless machines. So you imagine, like, with a Flight V2, something like that, or the Flight Nano, or, um, you know, any of these machines, the the, the, like um, the injector. injectors, the Cheyenne um, Spirit, spirits, yeah. the Cheyenne Thunder, putting a putting a battery on the back of them just ain't going to work, right? No. But if you've got a grip on the front and it's just plugged into the back, that would make those machines – it would give them wireless capabilities. But what you might find is that maybe the, you know, the grip – um, is a problem for you know for for barriering a machine. I'd be really interested in. Imagine if Inkjector went back to the Flight V2 and redesigned it for for wireless. Yeah, you know, and went. You know what? We're going to bring out the wireless version of the Flight V2, like made for wireless. You know, my initial thought is that, that machine, like a lot of machines, would benefit from the, the battery being in the grip. You know, all, all the companies are going to do is, like you've said, offset the the, uh, the stem down the middle so you can get the battery in the back and put the buttons on the top of the battery rather than on the actual front face. And th- that'd be all good. You could just barrier them really easily. And that will bring the weight of the machine forward because it's the, it's the back pull because you're putting effort in holding the machine forward here. And this is putting all the stress on your tendons and your hands and everything. I think if you go in wireless and you, for whatever reason, you don't fancy the battery grips and, you know, and I've used a few of them and actually weirdly the cheaper ones seem to be better than the the more fancy looking ones. Cause the couple of fancy ones that I've tried fucking crap.
0: I, I I honestly think right. That like there's been a massive race to get the best wireless tattoo machine. And like, I've tried loads now. Some of them are really good. Some of them are terrible. They, they're just like, you know, jumping on the bandwagon. But I I think, like, the amount of money and the amount of time and effort that, like, these companies have got to put into making these, I think they're just going to end up being like, do you know what, fuck it, is it really worth it? Yeah. And they'll end up going, I, I think, you know, in 10 years' time, in five years' time, will we still have wireless tattooing? Or will the industry just be like, can't be asked? Yeah. Because even like Rob, right? Like I, I just filmed my review for the Ergon, and that's a wireless tattoo machine, and it's the it's the one that's got the killer B grip. It's ridiculously comfortable, really comfortable to use the grip. Yeah. But like that machine itself, like the the I was getting like I I think I got like two hours worth of charge time off the off the one battery. Yeah. Tested it with a Musotoke battery, got two and a half hours, and so like for that machine, I'm like, power supply. Just, all day, every day. Yeah, yeah. Because I think, like, tell me if you think this is, if you if you get this. If I'm tattooing with a machine that I know isn't going to give me that much battery life, I have anxiety. I have power anxiety. Like, is it going to fuck it? Do you know what I mean how long is it going to last? And I'm like, eliminate that with a cable. The other thing is, you find that
1: some of these older machines that were designed to be used with clip cords, you know, beyond power, like I've got a couple of uh, micro angelos, Bishop micro angelos and i really like them as a machine i really like the way they feel i generally like the way bishop machines feel and um but the battery life on those is absolute rubbish you know and and that's just because that it wasn't designed to it was designed to have a clip cord put into it and be on constant power so to me it's like well maybe that's you know we got to start looking at it you know, I've argued right from the beginning when the when the when the batteries first started coming out. My argument was always that if everybody started making clip cords in the style of the Cheyenne uh, cable, which is in, in so light that it just doesn't count, really. To be honest with you, um, that that would be probably a better option for most people and actually (laughs) what i find with a lot of them somebody needs to make a, a super super light clip cord sleeve because a lot of the time when you get down to the weight of the cheyenne cable the clip cord sleeve that you put over it is as heavy as the cable you know what I mean? Because the, the, the cables yeah. are so light, maybe we will end up going back to like old-school rotary machines. That feels weird to say, old-school rotaries, but, like uh, you know, that, that kind of thing. But I really yeah. do believe that the future <coughs> of wireless tattooing is when the power's in the grip. It's in the palm of your hand. When it's in the palm of your hand. And, you know, I, I really want them. And if you're listening, I really think you should take this on board. Cheyenne, you need to make a powered grip for all of your machines. Let's get... Because they've just brought out the engine, which looks like a really good bit of kit, right? But I'd like to see that in the grip on the front. Do it. Redesign it. I'll help you. I'll, you know i'll do it yeah well
0: i've already designed i've already designed one haven't i
1: yeah chris has got a great drawing for one we can do it for you
0: we've got it all there. just
1: let us in the factory give us access to the cnc machines and we'll knock something up ourselves you know it won't be pretty but it'll work you know then you can just make it It we'll rough
0: it out and you can
1: make it german (laughs) isn't that always the best in, in inventions though english ingenuity with german engineering anyway uh, so that's that that was uh, conversations about wobbly eyeballs uh, taking the importance of taking a break and not stressing yourself out particularly at this time of year use this time of year to think about these things you know uh, would be my um, my kind of uh, idea like think about you know what do you want to do next year set yourself some goals and go you know what what didn't quite work that well. Um, this year, what can I do better? I'll certainly be looking at that going. I need to calm the fucking deadlines down and, you know, stop trying to be so much of a co- control freak. So tell the lawyer, tell the judge, tell the priest, tell my flu to get fucked. Uh, and, I, <laughs> and tell the good people who make Barocca, I absolutely love you people. You are the apple of vitamins. That's who you are. There's something magic oh, Baraka, yeah. in Barocca. I don't know what they put in it. If you're not feeling very really well, go and get yourself some Baraka because that stuff is the bar. It's not sponsored video. I just take it all the time. Uh, and so that's it for another week. I hope this has made some sense or at least given you a laugh. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Take care, guys. <laughs>